good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. This is the Material Podcast, episode number 326, and I am Andy Anatko. And I'm Florence Ion, and I think this is the first time since we've started doing this show together, the two of us, that I am not seeing Andy on a webcam <laughs> in front of me. Yeah. And we, it's I, weird. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's well again we, we actually this is great because we're, we're getting to for the first time experience the podcast the way our listeners are we're, we're creating a theater of the air that's true and this oh as, that's as really true yeah and as I was saying that uh, flow I was like sort of uh, when I said theater of the air my my hands were sort of like floating up by my face as though we were creating we're we're summoning spirits of the muses uh, but Actually, you wouldn't be able to see that anyway. The, the reason why we're, uh, dear listeners, we're doing this is that I don't know if you've ever had that wonderful thing where you're having uh, a, a day that was already going south so that you're like, okay, you know what? Instead of working in my office, I'm just going to go for a walk. I'm going to go to the library and I'm going to set up at a table at the library because it's beautiful there and it's by a lake and there's little woodland creatures that seem to be hithering, gambling, hither and yon without a care in the world. There's air conditioning. And as ha- as it happens, they were trying to get thin out their uh, DVD donations by selling like their 100 or 200 DVDs on racks for like 50 cents each. And I, I scored some nice stuff, then did all my work, did all the show prep, sent the doc to flow, and then like went out to dinner. We're not talking about like going out to dinner we're talking about Ooh, you know what i'm gonna go to that place near in the neighborhood that has those really good bacon cheeseburgers and so then great and so i'm like ah wow it's 8 30 and all that work is done i don't actually have to do any more show prep because that's all finished this is going to turn out to be a great then i turn the corner and realize that gee none of the lights are on in my building that's kind of interesting and yeah the there is no power none whatsoever Uh, so still no reason still no knowledge why that's happening they're still working on it like uh, across the street and a half because so it looks like it wasn't just us it was something else just something that i don't know so some squirrel decided that this would be a good good warm place to sleep and found eternal rest i'm not going to go further into that my but, goodness yeah so so we're, we're recording like later than later in the evening than usual and i am like the only source of light because uh, i've turned off my headlamp is the it's stream. true andy is the only source of light in my life oh, when i tell you when i tell you there's well you know andy <laughs> there's just people have there's a lot of heavy stuff around us all the time you know so it's oh, just yes. it's that but but this little light of mine Andy Anako is going to shine. I, I am going to be let it shine. Your Mary Tyler Moore. I will turn the world on with let my it smile. Shine. <laughs> also, that song is obviously in rotation because I just baptized Mona. So <laughs> I felt apt. I didn't realize that anyway, Romanians went for all those spiritual. It's because I invited. It's because I invited a bunch of Americans. Ah. <laughs> That's why my we, friends we, are we, American. We, we are a rather they... emotional bunch. Right? That, that, that was that was to be expected. No, I listen. I grew up going to Sunday school in all sorts of languages. <laughs> Honestly, one time I went to a Ukrainian one, didn't understand a lick of it. Um, so. <laughs> Very multicultural. Anyway, Andy, I'm sorry your lights are off. I didn't no, want to no, make this be, about they, me, but I somehow they, did. We've been promised that they will be on by the t- by the time like I wake up, the lights will be back on. Or, and, uh, so, uh, well, well, I should say the fan by the end of my bed will be back on because I don't sleep with the lights on. I, I, me and the monsters under my bed have reached an understanding that, you know, we're just going to go our separate ways. We're going to cohabitate, respect each other's personal space, and that's it. So. 
Can I just say, by the way, I don't believe that that applies to spiders and bugs in your house. (laughs) There's a lot of people who say you should just leave them be. Just tell them, listen, I'll give you 10 minutes to leave. When I come back, don't be here. I don't do that kind of negotiation. (laughs) I just... Well, no, again, I don't trust that. That's that's very see. The thing is, I solve that problem by I usually have no fewer than two, but usually three or four possums in the house at any time. So they they're really good at just like finding and, and eating all the bugs. I I have not had a tick infestation inside this house since I moved in, and so is that a thing that happens where you're at? I don't think Coast? so. I've 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 never heard of that. There's it's it's a funny thing. Like again, this is as I've often said, the quaint seaside community. And the thing is that, like mosquitoes, I my understanding is that they don't like to like r- drop their larvae into salt water because the salt water will mm-hmm. kill them. But there is this really nice little like uh, nature reserve nearby that I take walks through, and for some reason there is this like eighty yard stretch of it that is just mosquito alley. And so this this is why I keep like a can of like deep woods off by my front door. So if I go for a walk and I know that it's going to involve uh, like a three mile walk, but 80 yards of it is going to be through this particular section of path, I'm just going to have to redecorate my outfit in a colorful shade of DEET before you know, it's before <laughs> or else it's just going to be it's, it's not going to work out. Uh, Andy, we should probably, before we get into our content of the hour and change, we should probably get into a little fundraising update for everybody from yes. the Real AFM fundraising drive we've been doing this month. Uh, we have some pretty amazing news, Incredible actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, so the fundraiser for St. Jude uh, is, it's it's over now, isn't it? I think we, it ended with a big podcast-a-thon last weekend, or am I wrong? Well, technically it'll end in like seven days. Okay, so it's the, the month, month but yes. the month of September, right, exactly. It's it's, yes. it's sort of like the old days of the Jerry Lewis telethon where they were, conteep, they update the final the tote board for the final time, but they could te- they keep accepting uh, donations. Uh, so the goal for the entire month of September was half a million dollars, which seemed ambitious, unless you know how generous our our listeners are and as of yesterday they are about twenty nine thousand dollars over that goal with still a week a week left to to go so good gravy what a great turnout what a great response from uh, all of the relay fm audiences Absolutely. Um, goodness. So actually, Andy and I were a part of the so-called telethon, Twitchathon, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we both played Balderdash with Jason Snell and the so Andy and I were actually on different teams or different variants, different I guess, sessions, yeah, of the game. Different sessions. Um, no, that's okay because we have to, you know, we got material you know represented also in also all yeah so, so see we did we did manage to like fly the flag on two different shows also we have spent so much time talking to each other that i i i would like to think that each one of us can say that sounds like flo's way of describing something so i think a i think that's the fake one and i'm also definitely going to pick that one because i know that flo will get one point for my having picked the false one that flo um did. i have to say andy you know everybody was thinking that you i didn't see your balderdash session but there were a lot of folks who were thinking you were the person that was going to get at least the questions that were asked were asked during the balderdash session i did <laughs> i don't see. recall what your theme was but our theme was uh technology term terminology things i've never heard of before in my life <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think that, that was the, that was ours too. And you've written a lot of books, so and a lot of people know this, including so. which I totally forgotten about. I have written a Random House dictionary of like technology slang. So see, see, and and, and not not only that, but you know there was a minimum word count and a minimum number of entries, and I did make up one third of them. And to date, no one has been able to spot which ones of the entries in that canonical Random House dictionary are just things that I made up because. It was getting I late. believe this. <laughs> I believe this. I kind of love the idea of Andy hiding little pieces of himself in each one of his like technical writings. Because <laughs> listen, uh, we do, we, we got to be creative in this industry. Yeah. However, we can. We got to put a little bit of ourselves in everything. Yes, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> we got yeah, got to leave our footprints on the sand of time if we ever leave a dime. But yeah, it was. It, they are definitely worth listening to because it was. I, I was. I have done like podcasts where, hey, we're all going to be like competing for something in a game show, and there have been times where I'm like, why did I agree to this? Because I'm teaming up with people who are taking this way too seriously, and I just came here to have fun. And okay, but this, but really, it was like at least on our session, it was just none, nothing, nothing but people who wanted to have fun. And what I and the and there's such great people to like podcast with that honestly halfway through it wasn't so much a, gee I, I uh, we weren't making picks so much to oh tactically speaking I'm three points ahead so I want to make sure I guess correctly and I'm gonna it was like wow I really love the way that a certain phrase and that definition was crafted so I don't know if that's I I think that's a fake one but just so that whoever wrote those four words in sequence gets a point I am going to give you one point <laughs> and so it was actually quite lovely that is lovely. Um, you know, we should probably point people to where they can go catch a replay of that. If you want to go catch a replay of Walter Dash, I believe you can go to twitch.tv slash FM. I think we might also have it up on a YouTube page somewhere. We have the YouTube. We also have we'll the Twitch. We'll get back to you about that. Yes, yes. I, I we'll get back to you about that. Uh, yes, Perhaps I'll try and locate those links in time for the show notes. <laughs> Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> um, so, uh, but move, so yeah, thank you to everybody who contributed. Once again, there's also mm-hmm. a week left uh, for St. Jude's, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. It is one of those things that you, you it's, it, it's such a complete unvarnished good, uh, the work that they do. Uh, and so the, I'm very, very pleased that our crew uh, has picked this as a good focus for the for the philanthropy of uh, all of our listeners and uh, the people who 100. make these shows. Uh, so after saying such percent. lovely and kind words, I'm going to say I finally got CNN to shut the hell up after years and years and years. I finally did it. And this is Google related. This is Chrome related. It's like, have, are you now like so gun shy with with links to like CNN articles that's like, okay, I'm going to click this link, but I'm going to have like my mouse ready to shoot over to that video drop down window that's going to happen and start blaring a video of whatever story is most irrelevant to the thing <sighs> that I actually want to read. Listen, as a person who works and blogs on the internet daily, okay, ad tech. Listen, the journalists, the people who write things have nothing to do with it. It's a separation of church and state at most places. Please. Just saying. Was, Just saying. The, can I say that was the biggest bummer of writing for the Sun-Times? Because they, their website sucked with a capital S. 
Okay. <laughs> and they, they went through like, it seems like every year they'd hire a new like head of digital who'd have, no, no, no. What we want to do is provide sort of a boutique experience for, so we're not going to, so all people have to do is fill out like an 11, 11 page questionnaire so that they can join club CST. And so I was like, and every, t- every single time, like, so I, 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 two columns, a, two columns a week, some of these columns like were like weeks and weeks and weeks of work. And just, I really want to get everything correct. I want to do something that's really, really valuable to the conversation. And so it's, I, I, I can see that it's on the website and I'm about to like, I've just pasted the link uh, into my Twitter feed. I'm about to, and here's the description of it. I'm about to, my, my finger is hovering over the post button. And I have to just do that little prayer, that little meditation that says that now, Andy, I know that you spent weeks and weeks and weeks on this. So in terms of money that you're being paid per hour, you are Amnesty International would have problems with how little you're being paid per hour on this one thing. And it's something you were exceptionally proud of. And you think that it's going to be helping lots and lots of people out. So you can't help but be really, really excited to hear the feedback. (laughs) Now, we're about to push this button, Andy. And when we push this Twitter button, the first 80 responses are going to be, oh, yeah, yeah, right. As if I'm going to give you my zip code. Screw you. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, I guess got 81 pop-ups for it. And I have to to bite my tongue and say, yes, I'm so (sighs) sorry. My my, Anatko is just my professional name. My real name is Antoine Lociatius Suntimes. I actually own this paper and I make (laughs) all of these decisions. So I am the one responsible (laughs) for the fact that there was some BS you had to go through before you could click through to my column. I promise you that I'm going to go to that 60 yard patch of, of wildlife that's infested with, 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 with mosquitoes. I'm going to go at topless legless and without any bug spray whatsoever. So I'm itchy covered with welts and miserable for the next three weeks. And I'll have a good think about this horrible, horrible thing I did to you. This person who never, ever read a word of them. Yeah. So that's, that's the sort of stuff Oof. that we go to, but anyway, so, uh, so uh, this is some, a feature that's been in Chrome forever that I just didn't really, you know, sometimes you, you know it and then it, you kind of put it out of your mind. Cause it's not a feature you use mm-hmm. all the time. So if you mm-hmm. like get the pop-up menu uh, on the, uh, the, you know, the, the 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 lock icon to the left of the uh, URL that shows you, okay, you've got a secure connection. That's also a pop-up for like settings for that particular site. And you can do things like saying, here are all the things, here are all the hardware features of your computer that this website has access to. And all you do is scroll, scroll, scroll and say, you, had, you do not have permission to access the speaker in any way, shape or form. You have abused Bulleted. the privilege CNN. Bullied Yep. Actually, it ties into Balderdash because, again, I was I started out so grumpy because I was in the middle of a research thing all weekend, like when I was doing this. And I don't know, like what I happened to, like, accidentally brush my hand against. But we're about it's like 30 seconds before we're about to actually launch. Then suddenly you're and they're okay. Which of these 60 different tabs is it? I bet it's CNN. Uh, it's I, yeah, can, I just had a reaction. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, folks. You, but you, you've been through this, but you, you can see that there is no other way to relive this sort of experience, and that's the way to do it. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. oh, thank god, thank god, we figured that out. Yeah, don't forget, by the way, Chrome had a really big update this week, it's gonna yeah. start rolling out. Apparently, some material you pieces, I don't know, I, I haven't. Do- I haven't dived into it just yet. I've been too busy focusing on what 
one of our news items is going to be for the podcast today. It starts yes. with an M and ends up ends in an, in a uh, Mr. Bill Gates. What were you doing on the plane with Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> that yes, interview, yes, listeners, we was, went there. <laughs> that interview was so good. Oh God. <laughs> It's like, I, see, the, the thing is, like, not, I, I bet that not sorry. I, I don't, I, no, no, you shouldn't be. I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, obviously, I don't know Bill Gates. I don't know his personality or anything like that. But I bet, like, as he's seeing this, like, become more and more of a damaging story, he's like, this is a bad spot. But the thing is, it is actually a fact that I have come so close to like making a huge contribution to ending several diseases and ending a lot of human suffering on this planet. I'm just hope I, I, we're, I guess we're just going to see how far that'll go to get me out of the doghouse. And it turns out really not nearly far enough. Like we, we can see your wee little doggy nosy sticking out of the doghouse. That's how far out of the doghouse it got you, Bill, because it was really, really, really bad. <laughs> oh. Should we tease? We I think tease. we should tease. Uh, uh, so uh, yeah, because it's it's going to be a really really fun show. I I, I really enjoyed it's putting uh, these the show doc together. Uh, these because the second edition of Microsoft Surface Duo, that's the dual screen folding Android mm-hmm. phone, uh, got rolled out, introduced this week at a Microsoft event, and the, Microsoft might have elevated it from something that nobody wants and can't afford to merely something that nobody can afford, which is definitely a leap up. Well done there, uh, and. If you're a current pixel owner, your days of acting like Mr. Big Shot or Ms. Big Shot or whatever uh, pronoun you choose, that's all overdone with because Google has made some of your these world-famous pixel-exclusive features available Darn. to all Android phones. See, look upon my works and despair. That's ye mighty. The, le, le, learn the lesson of Ozymandias, fellow pixel owners. Um, <laughs> and as if it weren't bad enough that Google's wing delivery drones already had to fight off conceptions that it's an impractical service that can't possibly operate at scale, now they have to fight off hyper-intelligent birds who are defending their nests. Boy, what a fun! I found this one. It's, I'm you, excited. You, you found this. It's it's it is. I and, found this one. And and by the way, uh, I'm going to leave this as a tease uh, for uh, for for the listener. This is I think this is going to be our last uh, topic of the of the hour. Uh, we're talking about airspace in which even in the middle of the air, you are not safe from the the the, the savagery and the 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 in the inhumanity of the wildlife of mm-hmm. this continent. See if you can mm-hmm. guess over the course of the next hour what continent this story comes from. Mm-hmm. But first, mm-hmm. before we do that, we're going to have this back after later. This episode is brought to you by Pingdom from SolarWinds. If you have a website, what purpose does it serve? Whether it's driving people to your products, collecting sales leads for your company, or providing customer service with a contact form, when these critical transactions fail, you lose out on business. Not to mention the bad experience for your users. But there is a solution. Transaction monitoring from Pingdom. Starting at just $10 a month, transaction monitoring runs checks 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and will alert you when cart checkout forms or login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will notify you the moment there's a failure over SMS, email, or via your favorite apps like Slack, Ops Genie, and PagerDuty. Depending on what's being monitored or the severity of the outage, you can customize who is alerted and how they get the notification. Don't let your users discover a problem with your website. 
you should be the first to know. And it's super easy to get started. Just go to paindom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you're ready to buy, use code material at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and Relay FM. So we've got a second edition of the Surface Duo from Microsoft. I don't think any of us were really betting any money we would see a second version after the somewhat complete hash Microsoft made of the first version last year. Like, did it, did the original Duo like intrigue you at all? Yes. So I, I actually would have betted money but but to be fair the only reason i would have done that is because i i had to cover it <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of i i kind of knew that there were you know i can't remember if this one had any fcc filings but you know how it is Ooh, leaked right. leak filing ah this is the new schematics um i really like the concept of the duo i really like that they fixed everything in the duo too that people complained about in the first duo namely adding contactless payments adding cameras that are worth taking pictures with. But the thing for myself personally, and I think some folks who responded to when I said this on Twitter, is that we kind of just want this device without the phone into like part of it. I, I don't want this to be a primary situation. I would even take like an LTE version of this over a phone. That that's actually that's that's going to be a good topic conversation. Let, let's 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 cover the basics first. Uh, so yeah, okay. it it bombed pretty hard last year. So much so that like it started off at a thousand one thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars, and within half the year, it, it, the price had been cut by half. And then you could get it for less than five hundred dollars, as they were just desperate to get this hardware out mm-hmm. and off the books somehow. And it was mostly because of what you were talking about, where it just was so half baked in terms of hardware. It was a fourteen hundred dollar mm-hmm. thing that had basically the computing power of like two four hundred and fifty dollar Android phones with a five hundred dollar hinge between them. Like that, the cameras were not Absolutely. good. They were, the camera was hard to use. It wasn't a really useful as a phone. It wasn't powerful enough to run really really great apps. It didn't have NFC. Yep. So a lot of the stuff that justify you you carrying a, a phone around or a, a pocket-sized electronic device anyway just weren't there and that was before we even talked about was it stable no was it a good inflammation of android no was it was it was it lovingly and emphatically supported by developers who are intrigued and fascinated by this new paradigm from computing also no but they do seem to have addressed like most of that with the duo too um so it's again still massively expensive still an unproven concept but it is for people who are Yay. going to be intrigued by this unproven would you say it's a, well i guess yeah, you're absolutely. right it is still unproven it's still yeah fo- see the thing is folding folding phones that are just a an, a, a conventional screen that folds in half no hinge it's just like it's a it's a phone the that flip, turns into like a the tablet like the flip and the fold right mm-hmm. so we, we have we we understand what a what a phone works like we understand what a tablet works like this is let's have two completely separate screens with an actual like division between the two it is separated by a mechanical hinge so you're actually holding it and not interacting with it as though it were a book or in other operations like a like a, Len- a Lenovo yoga 
like a a, a, a two in one or like a a mm-hmm, notebook mm-hmm. with a foldable hinge, so that you can tent it up, so that it can be like an easel. You can you know, put it on the uh, you can put it flat on the desk, so that the controls for Skype are on the, are flat on the table, but the video for Skype is on another thing. It's 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 interesting. It's it it would be very disappointing if someone just, if everybody just decided to say that okay, it is a phone that is also of mac an ipad mini with a big gap on the top and the bottom of the screen so i'm not saying that's a bad concept i'm saying that you're not it's not like uh, when i when i spent a, exactly the same amount of money pretty much on on my ipad pro uh, i at least knew i still i it, it was it took some talking to to remind myself that I thought that this was going to be a good purchase for the stuff that i want a, a super lightweight super flexible yep. Uh, machine for but i had the big safety net of years and years and years of great ipad productivity software i knew that the support developers were there and i don't have that i don't have that (laughs) by the the way i only have whatever this is yeah well you you can you can sort of you can sort of count on i think you can count on microsoft office support (laughs) you know hold on hold on get that andy they that Surface Pen, the new one that they announced, mm, that costs one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> on top of the fifty. I know, but it's all haptic and stuff. It's really like intriguing. Okay, me. that's that's true. Yeah, that's 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 a trick that I hope Apple steals again. All all we have are I'm videos sure from people works. who are there at mind you at an actual like in person event. It's like that was that that is an unusually high level of interest that says okay realize that if i'm going to like leave my leave my safe and secure <laughs> private little house and go to an event with lots of people in an enclosed space you'd better you'd better be serving something that okay we took the surface duo and we added a purple variant okay andy can i say something just yes, real quick always. did you watch the microsoft event yes okay panos uh, Panay, I think that's how you say his last name. Um, made me cry. <laughs> I was, I was bawling by the end really? of that. I was getting a lot of like empathetic, a loving dad from him. True. The only time he cracked is when he did that. He did that little bit where he was like, "Let's use one of the Surface. I think it was the Surface laptop studio. Let's yeah. use let's hey, use it out in hey, like Debbie, the studio." Can we, can, 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 you mm-hmm. told you guys told me that I could you you could follow me like off the stage. So, but do we have the lighting? Is it and it did feel like. <laughs> And then he pulls the Surface Laptop Studio close to him and he's like, you know, you want to pull it near you just like when you pull somebody you love. And I just want to put that out there that that was a really emotional experience. One of the most emotional experiences I've had watching any tech event in years. (laughs) You know, I I really like that. And I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering emotionally. Yes. (laughs) Sometimes I still burst into tears. Oh man, you are you are you are so much sweeter than I am because I I didn't I I wasn't making fun of him. I didn't think that it was weird. I thought it was rather sweet. But like my my big comment was going to be, "Hey, did you notice that he started off by saying good morning, afternoon, or evening?" Yeah, like maybe he's a listener of the podcast, and which is oh, not nearly as sweet and empathetic. That's as a lovely reaction. leap. That was a good. That was a good leap to make. Hey man, anyway, I'm, sorry for I'm the in, side. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in the pitch dark, man, and I'm sweaty, and I've got like a lukewarm diet coke in front of me. I gotta, I gotta get pleasure wherever I can find it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but no, it's so. So the, basically, the things that they addressed 
uh, where that, uh, like like you said, it has NFC, it has decent cameras, it has uh, a, a really good Snapdragon triple uh, eight processor. Uh, the the screens are larger, they're brighter, they're better. The bat there's more battery life. It certainly feels like, uh, if the software and the operating system can really deliver, it feels like it could be a fourteen hundred dollar device. Too bad that again, it's now fifteen hundred dollars at minimum. Hmm. But it it got more intriguing. It really it feels like it feels like uh, if you were to take it out like in public. People would not think, oh, wow, you must work like at Microsoft as a product engineer because I see that (laughs) you have a very, very rough engineering sample with pre-alpha software and they're letting you take it out to get some impressions from it. Surely you didn't pay $1,400 of your own money for that. This really does. It it really did get my it didn't intrigue me enough to say, well, I've got I've got fifteen hundred dollars. I can buy one of these. Uh, It did get me thinking that well, there's a return policy. I could I could buy one expressly with the intent of like just using it for a while and sending it back and then i realized that well maybe if i email people i know at microsoft they will let me borrow one so i don't have to tie up fifteen hundred dollars of capital um but yeah, yeah it's, absolutely it's- and, and also andy i want to add that like this week some of the ipad mini reviews started to post and so i started to read and i'm talking about the new one that was announced last yeah, week yeah. and it just brought me back to that wish list of mine what i want and the fact that the hardware the surface duo 2 hardware looks really slick i don't have any um i I believe and trust in Microsoft to make devices. That's like not the issue. I know people have their complaints about the Surface line. I've gone into the message boards this week. I've seen some things. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I've, I've gotten a feel for what's going on. <laughs> but uh, it, it's not the hardware. Again, like you were about to say, it is the soft, software situation. Um the software situation. And that I think I feel like that would bring us back to why I don't want to use this as a primary phone. Yeah. See that's see that that's that's why I was kind of excited by what you were saying earlier. That I thought that one of the things that was missing in the original Surface was uh, you, you really have to have a story to tell when you're developing something that's brand new. You really have to hmm. you, you you have to yourself believe that there is a Microsoft Surface Duo shaped hole in the lives of a large number of people out there with 1400 to 1500 dollars to spend and so this mm-hmm. is going to be the perfect thing for them instead they were just sort of putting it out there and leaving people to wonder okay is it a phone that's kind of a terrible phone or is it a tablet that's kind of a weird tablet and i think that they got a better handle on it this year where they were saying no this is a phone but a phone that can be used in for productivity for purposes like no other phone before it 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 really does feel fresh and innovative. I I, I have to hand it to Microsoft. A twenty something year old me would never have imagined myself betraying my faith this way <laughs> by saying that they they are doing such interesting things with hardware design. The Duo, yes, but also the design for I think they're calling the Surface Studio, where it's a it is a. We've seen laptops and yeah. we've seen laptops with 360 degree hinges that can sort of yeah. be used this one's cool. as, but this one was, is so, I could recognize all the different situations in which this very, very clever compound hinge design for the screen where yes, you mm-hmm. can open it just like a laptop and it'll 
you, it'll be on your lap like a laptop or you can have it like on the on the table in front of you while you're giving a presentation so you don't need to have access to the to the keyboard so you can just sort of tilt the the screen at a more comfortable angle so you can look at it while you're standing up and then there are times where you do have the pen and you do want to jot and write things down and you do want to have a pad on the table and then it'll fold around that way that's the sort of thing where you know there part of me will always be an apple fanboy but uh, and that part was saying, oh man, if, you said if, it. <laughs> if Apple, if Apple made something like the Duo, that would be so awesome. It would be hard not to buy it. Or oh wow, I'm. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm not happy with the MacBook I bought last year. But wow, I really wish it had that really cool hinged, like compound hinge for the for the display. Yeah. So boy, k- kudos to them. Um. So yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think they've obviously it bears repeating that once again. Um. Uh, it was. It was. I thought I thought it was a very very strong play that Microsoft was making to say no 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 we are going to actually invite people in so that you can pick up these things you can handle them you can play with them obviously not enough to do more than like a, a ten minute video although they did of course right. have like the big the uh, 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 I think multiple like fake living room sets so that like I Justine and Marcus Bromley and the rest could do their like stand ups uh, in in comfortable looking quarters uh, about we, how it works. Um, I Gizmodo, one of my, my coworker got to go and, and see them in person. And so that, that was the, the proximity that I had to these devices. <laughs> well, actually that, so that they can provide a really good boots on the ground report. Was there a lunch provided and was it, was it a savory lunch or was it was like salad? I don't think there was a lunch provided. Oh uh, wait. So are you saying that they were actually in some sort of like living room set? Um, I got the, uh, I've seen like a bunch of, bunch of videos, uh, from people who had access to whatever, wherever it was, they were able to do videos from, and they were mentioning that I just for instance, I watched your video just like an hour ago mentioned that, Oh, I'm here at the Microsoft studio oh. apartment or no, the Microsoft lounge. I remember that because I immediately, I, I love, I Justine. I think that she's great at doing a job that didn't exist uh, five or 10 years ago. Uh, and as soon as she said Microsoft lounge, I was thinking, okay, <laughs> I know. I imagine like if I, if I had that access, I would have screwed it up by like putting on like a suave voice and say, mix yourself a picture of Gimlet. So I'll put on some, a Monavani album. <laughs> album. Here we are at the lounge. <laughs> And then they would say, okay. Then the PR person would be like, okay, Andy, we're going to end it right there. Thank you very much for coming. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's, anyway. So, but so I'm really intrigued to see how, uh, how well these things play out once people have them for a couple of weeks at minimum and can do like a more substantive sort of thing. I I can't imagine myself ever having $1,500 minimum to spend on one of the things. Realize again, that's minimum. The, the pen, the pencil, which I'm sorry, I was, I, I was, I was, I was excited when you mentioned the haptics in there. Again, I haven't held one, but they put a really cool twist so that it is actually giving you haptic feedback, so it feels like a pencil that's dragging mm-hmm. across a paper with like teeth, a, a kind of a tooth to it. So instead of like a plastic mm, yes, size tip that's going across glass, yeah, good way that's to an, put it. Yeah, that, that that's another thing that made me think. Oh, Apple, please steal that. Don't 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 even be embarrassed by that. Just steal that. Okay, blind. that's what Just. Andy is manifesting. Everyone, I'm manifesting uh, an iPad Mini that folds into a Duo, and Andy is manifesting an Apple Pencil with some haptic drag. Yeah, got it. We're gonna put this on our vision boards, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna manifest this for 2022. It's happening. <laughs> 
so again, good, good for you, Microsoft. Again, I, I will be in touch to see. Again, I, I realize that I'm not the first tier of people that you should be lending hardware to, but I hope that I qualify for some sort of a list. And of course, I will rip you apart to shreds if I don't think the thing is good. But don't let that stop you from letting me have this $1,500 thing for 30 Listen, days. Listen, I... Look, Samsung is is doing it. Microsoft's committing another generation to it. The rumors about the so-called foldable pixel, whatever, is like yeah. those are getting hotter. So I feel like we're at a safe landing or launching yeah. point, I should say, for this particular product category. Do, do, so do you buy do you buy the idea that uh, Google is going to be sh- at least showing off a, a Pixel Fold this year? Because no, th- that's I been, don't. That's yeah. That's been that rumor's been <laughs> off and on all year, but now it's starting to pick up a little steam by people now kind of willing to put their necks out a little bit further uh, about this. Them actually at least showing it mm-hmm. off. Maybe it won't ship till if they did, I, it would probably ship in like January, February, March. But at least putting their uh, putting their 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 throwing their hat over the wall, so to speak, saying that this is what we got. Apple, what do you got? But oh, nothing. Okay, didn't mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, but let's uh, since we transition so nicely into Pixel, so uh, we are we are going a, a day late because there was a uh, a special announcement that that Google was doing uh, that uh, yeah. about about the future of interesting twist to the Pixel line. They're taking a whole bunch of features that were hitherto exclusive to the Pixel, where not only do you get the, the wonderful hardware, not only do you get the, the pure Android experience, but also there are features that uh, that uh, Google can't at this point engineer so that they work on every single phone. But if they know what a Pixel 4 or Pixel 5 looks like, they can certainly make it work on the Pixel 5. So now a lot of these exclusive features are being made available to all Android phones. Which is great because, again, the rising tide sh- uh, raises all boats. But again, right. is, we, we're used to we're used to like we're special we're special glittering snowflakes we're we're sparkling angels we we we're we're the people that get this this wonderful like version version of Gboard that like it has like this interactive clipboard. Yeah, but I also feel like with what OnePlus is going to attempt to do now that Oppo is just throwing them bundles of cash (laughs) and with Samsung continuing to push through what it's like One UI and its sort of experience, I can see why Google kind of has to... I mean, at this point, just consider the Pixel as you you get it first because you're fine with being tested on. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of how I see it. But I, I, do, I, I do think it's more like it, it's I think that uh, Google has and the, the Android ecosystem has solved most of the problems of bifurcation where they can't hmm. they can't ship an app knowing that it'll run perfectly on every single Android phone because, my God, some of them are two separate LCD screens separated by a hinge. How can you guarantee mm-hmm. that it'll run properly on all the hardware? But again, app because Google has has full control of the Pixel line, they can make sure that the Pixel 4a will be able to run this perfectly. They'll be able to do like a call transcription uh, from your voicemail and know that it's not going to be hamstrung by lack of memory in whatever budget Samsung that someone happened to get. But, but the thing that kind of I thought that the timing was kind of interesting because obviously we're I think uh, Google has actually said that they're expecting uh, Android the next version of Android to drop pretty much any week now. We're all expecting okay. the Pixel 6. Like the final, if, my God, they they drop they the shoes have dropped. Now it's like, 
there there's maybe well, I, I, a, a ground up ant in one of the treads that hasn't dropped yet the only thing that hasn't dropped about the pixel 6 so my thoughts was just that maybe they were able to they, they felt compelled that this is a good time to release a lot of these exclusives because when the pixel 6 comes out they're going to be releasing they're going to be creating a whole bunch of new pixel exclusive features that are tied into that uh into that uh, artificial intelligence subsystem they've got I apologize for interrupting. It just came to my mind that the thing that was happening when all these features got announced today and kind of went live, because there was a couple of blog posts that went live. There's some Android Auto updates, by the way, as well, if anybody's interested. Um, I wrote a whole piece about that at Gizmodo. But as soon as I saw this come through, I said, oh, that's it. There, This is like when you're cleaning out the house, you know, because you have guests coming over and finally you're like, I need to get rid of that pile of boxes I've been storing in that corner for six months. <laughs> you can't ignore it anymore. There's people coming over. You got to put it away. So I feel like Google just said, okay, let's release, let's finally release these features to everybody else so that we can get them out of the storage, so to speak, and make <laughs> more room for whatever is next in the beta lineup. Yeah. Also, more awesome is more better. So it's like, mm, you, yes. they, they, if if all if all Android phones look like they're 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 swinging at the same pitches that Apple oh, 100%. swing at, percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so some of these that. some of these features actually, I, I was having trouble figuring out which one of these were actual like Android exclusives and not. Um, excuse me, a pixel exclusives and not uh, the the locked photos folder uh, on the on device storage for Google for Google Photos. I know that that was originally pixel exclusive for the past couple of months. Um, mm-hmm. Gboard, which is one of my favorite features. This is this is one of those features that like makes me think I, I can't believe I was actually thinking about maybe switching back to the iPhone this year when the the iPhone doesn't have this really good feature where you, you, you've done this a million times where like you've copied some text from another app and now you're about to put it into a text message but now you don't have to simply like long press for paste because right in the keyboard there's like a button saying oh actually here's what the key here's what's in the clipboard just tap this in order to paste it in or even like oh i see that you're in a position where your uh, the receptacle for your text is going to be in the form of a phone number i see that there is a phone number in this block of text you copied i'm not gonna be so stupid as to paste this entire sentence i'm just gonna paste in the the phone number which is such a I, I, this is it's this is the sort of thing that I buy I, that I, I want a phone to do for me. I figure that, look, you you have the ability to like look at text and spot a phone number in there. You should be able to do hand. I shouldn't have to like select this text and, and place it and format it for me. So thank you for doing that. I am laughing at the idea of an AI like doing the same kind of self-flagellance that humans do <laughs> and how that's never going to be programmed in an AI because that's 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 the anyway. that's when an AI finally passes the Turing test which is like oh guys I know 100%. I suck but could could you could you say that again and more slowly cuz I re- I didn't Absolutely. catch like half of that I I I know I, I I was up too late last night I know I shouldn't have been but you know you worry about stuff there's like uh, why am I bothering with you? Anyway, but if you could say that again and more slow, yeah, that's what's going to pass the Turing test. <laughs> but yeah, there, there, oh, so there, there are a bunch of those things, and that's that's pretty nice. There's a bunch of accessibility features that are so like on point for Google 
where you're anything mm-hmm. they can do that say that this is a non evil, a categorically non evil feature that leverages right. their artificial intelligence and their image processing. Um, so they have a, a so people who need adaptive technology who use assistive devices and have like limited mobility, like in their arms and hands or limited dexterity. So this is a new feature where they can uh, you can use the front facing camera like an amount presumably that will track. Uh, the user's facial movements and so that you can use like a a movement of an eye movement of uh, another facial movement as a switch to operate one of these assistive devices Mm -hmm. uh and that's that's pretty cool beans yeah you know um i have not tried the feature at all but i'd be very curious to hear from anybody who might benefit from this feature it's live as of us speaking right now so it's available to folks who want to enable it um that's one feature that you can get yeah i i already like earlier today like again it's these this is why uh i'm so glad that there are like so many different voices that are uh, that are getting published that are uh, finding their own audiences because i academically i figure that okay i could see how that would be useful but i need we need a technology columnist or technology commentator who is active uh, in the community of people with disabilities to say mm-hmm. whether or not this is actually a good thing or whether this is just m- uninformed and kind of useless for what most people need. So I'm exactly I'm I'm hoping to find uh, I, there are a couple of uh, there are a couple of really good columnists and a couple of good commentators that way that are, some of them are on YouTube and so I'm basically hitting refresh <laughs> on their channel pages saying please talk about this please talk about. Uh, we need we definitely we desperately need to go forward. But this is an, an, a, you're reminding me of something that was also simple but interesting from the Microsoft event where, again, they showed off. Here is our fifteen hundred dollar, really, really hyper experimental and unproven folding tablet. Uh, but also here is our other our other product, new product that we're showing you. It's basically a sheet of three dimensional stickers that. Uh, people who are visually impaired can put on their on certain keys to orient yes. their hands on where things are and uh, here's another uh, set of stickers to uh, to put on uh, the ends of cables so that they know that okay this is the power connector for the laptop this is not the power connector for the label maker and once again it seems like something that would be obvious and really really useful i really am looking forward to the coverage that uh, people who have disabilities and are much uh, are not 100% ignorant like i am i want to hear what they have to say about it and and retweet it but mm-hmm. we do we are going we are having too much fun we're going way way long uh so let's get let's get, let's take a break and then we'll jump right back in coming back well google uh has an experiment and whenever Google releases an experiment, yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's like I, they, they already have a bad enough reputation for here is something that here's a new product feature or service that we fully believed in and we integrated into everything that we do. And we were urging all developers and users and businesses to completely invest in it uh, three months before we decided that actually, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Goodbye. Uh, mm-hmm. But this but this one is interesting and it's actually kind of up my alley. And I actually thought it was very, very clever. So here's what it is. Uh, you probably know that uh, uh, most of the people who would have published blogs five or ten years ago are now doing newsletters. So some sort of a community-based publishing thing where either you get, bl- quote-unquote, blog posts in your mailbox 
or it's a, a website, an, ac- an access portal that you have to be a subscriber in order to access. How did the email become like this? This is like the equivalent of me in the 90s and early 2000s when I was just ordering catalogs so I could just have things <laughs> to flip through at home. That's what I feel like. Yep. I open my e- my personal email and it's all just newsletters from people. And I, I do open them to try and give them the open numbers, but <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's having a resurgence. Email's yeah. having a resurgence. And you guys said they killed yeah. Inbox. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They just found a different way to charge people for it. That's all. Uh, but here's here's what we're talking about. Uh, so this, uh, this it's it's a new service called Museletter, which I have been re- I've been mistyping as Museketeer eight times or nine times <laughs> while writing this show, Doc. <laughs> it's just such, I, I I I actually kind of want to now see if Museketeer is available as a domain name because. It's too. I can't let this good concept fall into the wrong hands. Right. Um, so, uh, so the idea of muse newsletter is d- delightfully simple. It is really just Google Docs, but the ability to publish anything that you've got in your Google Drive as a newsletter. So. Mm-hmm. Really, all you do is you just write your Google Doc or even create a presentation or even create a spreadsheet, whatever it is, and then you open your Musketeer. I'm going to keep calling it Musketeer. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, your Musketeer dashboard and say, hi, okay, here's take this uh, Google Docs document and publish it to my followers, to my subscribers, and it will be either put up as a blog post that they can visit on the web or it'll be put up as a newsletter that goes out people can pay for it people can get it for free whatever they want to do it's really i thought it was really clever and intriguing because it just seemed like something that you can knock off in a weekend if you work like if you if you're if you work in google docs so blogger for newsletters uh yes but hopefully without quite so much uh like twilight fanfic because I think we have enough of that. Well, I, yeah, that, I, that was blocked. Well, that was then. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah, true, true. Oh, oh Edward! Uh, but that's but that's what it reminds me of. No one understands <laughs> your burden as I do. <laughs> uh, you know but, she's playing Diana soon. So anyway, <laughs> I don't. That's how that's a lateral move. <laughs> I know least. it's how far we've come. Yes, uh, but yeah, but but yeah, but isn't isn't that clever? You're, you're, they already have a document platform, and now what, what if you can just like click a couple buttons and share this not to like people that you know, but people that are giving you five bucks a month or one dollar per post or, or people whatever. people who are organizing, maybe small groups, right, right. parent groups that are just trying to be like, here's some news from around the bend. I mean, I could see this. This is a lot easier. No, not everybody's. Like not everybody's a journalist that can sign up for a Substack, <laughs> right? Exactly, and also the now. the fact that it's free means that it's more accessible. It is the sort of thing where, hey, I just mm-hmm. want to be able to share things with this small community of people that don't have enough information resources, uh, and or be or just I just want to start doing this. I don't want to have to pay thirty dollars and choose a choose a platform plan in order to make it happen. Um, they say that mm-hmm. in the in the frequently asked questions, I don't I, no, it can't be frequently asked questions because it hasn't been long enough to be frequently asked anything. I, they anticipated questions among them. Hey, how much is this going to cost? They said that, oh, no, it's going to be free, but they are going to charge. They're going to have premium features uh, such as, quote, custom domains, welcome emails and more. Intriguingly mm-hmm. enough, you can sign up mm-hmm. right now. Go to museletter.area120.google.com or hit the show notes, uh, and we'll have that link for you there as well. I did sign, there are only like taking like pre 
interest emails or I, I did click and sign up because I'm actually very intrigued by how well this works. I would love to, uh, the things that, the things that, uh, I've kind of been bummed out about by a lot of these other platforms is that it really is, uh, giving, giving this large platform, the ability to publish something that you wrote, but they take the, they take the attention, they take the listeners, they take the audience. And so if you decide that if they change their terms of service, that you never, you no longer want to work with medium or, or Substack, Mm -hmm. well, too bad. You're, it's going to be a lot of work in order to get yourself unlocked from that. The idea that this is your, actually they, 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 the way that they describe this as quote, a public profile for Google drive and that's really just hmm. bog simple, uh, and that really sounds interesting. They also, you also in your little dashboard for a newsletter, you do get analytics, you do get like community tools, so, similar to what you get on if you have a YouTube channel. Like instead of not, instead of uh, publishing an entire like Google Doc, an entire post, you can just say, "Oh, by the way, uh, I've got the new Surface Duo. Uh, you're probably going to see uh, a first look about it in two days, and then a full review in two weeks." <laughs> buy my merch i've got a new t-shirt got a new new mouse pad see ya <laughs> but it's yeah it's it is if uh, you realize that though this is area 120 area 120 is google's skunk works it's their own yeah. like, tech incubator which means that it really is experimental There's they have aliens not even, involved yeah so this could disappear like one week after they actually release it so but mm-hmm. it'll be interesting for sure and as <laughs> when you know, Halloween is coming up and so all the zombies are going to be crawling out of the Google graveyard when they do the thriller dance, this could be a very, very funky uh, member of the dance line uh, doing the thriller yeah. dance newsletter. Yeah. About all that. About all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, well, now uh, mm-hmm. I know that you've been huddling in groups around the radio uh, trying to be the first one to answer the question that we asked at the very, very top. If there is a country in which violent, oily-winged predators of the sky <laughs> mercilessly attack innocent coffee-delivering drones from out of the sky, what here. continent would this be happening in front of? If you guessed Australia, yes, you are correct. You can't. If you decide wow. that, well, if you decided that, screw the land. I'm not. I'm sick of getting bitten by snakes and spiders and brushing up against harmless-looking plants that put me in so much pain that I would want to jump off a cliff and die, like the horses who also have brushed up against the innocent-looking leaves of the gimpy gibby bush. No, even the air is not safe. This is actually this is pretty nope. funny. And Flo, thank you, thank you for calling this to my attention because this is. I'm such lucky a I came story. across this in my feed. <laughs> It's such a lovely story. So, uh, so as we we talked about this earlier, that uh, Google Wing delivery has been doing a test. Uh, they've been expanding uh, in uh, in Queensland, Australia, and Queensland uh, or Canberra. Uh, I'm sorry, I got so interested in this that I wasn't even reading my notes. Uh, but yeah, in Canberra at least, uh, uh, usage of the drone delivery service where people are kind of like spread out uh, across the landscape has been pretty successful it's been used more and more particularly because of covid uh and so someone so unfortunately so uh australian ravens are like uh, nesting right now so they're raising they're, they're they're hatching their eggs and so if any flying thing comes anywhere near their nest they're gonna get att- they're gonna attack that get attacked the hell out of each other so there's a really I'm cool grimacing. couple of there are a bunch of videos <laughs> that people have been shooting of uh, ravens just expertly going after the, again these 
Wall-E looking adorable little drones with their little pod of coffee underneath them and just attacking them like always the the rear fin stabilizers away from the uh, where they where they can't be seen just pecking at them and grabbing at them trying to That's pull so them amazing. out of the air. That's so amazing. And ravens are corvids, right? Yeah. So they're, they're freaking self. smart. These yeah. are very, very clever birds. Clever birds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so yes, I mean the the drone for for its for, to its credit, it seems largely nonplussed about the whole thing. Uh, it it gets like rocked I mean, to like and fro. It looks like a little airplane, which which is kind of a crappy thing because we yeah. know that airplanes and birds don't mix as it is. Right. And yeah. Yeah, no, but it's I, I did. So uh, ABC in Australia, which is not the American, the A stands for something else than it does in America, uh, yes. uh, had got uh, got a video a video call with uh, uh, one of the uh, Google's operators of Wing uh, who's, who said that, well, yeah, we did find out that thanks to the video that people were sending in that uh, there are a lot of a lot of ravens are being really territorial. We have halted all deliveries in the area. Not so much out of concern for the <laughs> for the for the lives of our of our of our air, aircraft, but to get in contact with like our, our the people they have on staff to advise them on nature stuff to say, okay, well, how can should we just terminate this until nesting season yeah. is over? Can we be careful yes. about it? Uh, which yes. is which is good and which those is are the right questions. Yeah, exactly. those are the questions that should be asked. And and I thought this was also an interesting story to share because. This is something that we were like, oh, wouldn't it be great to like get a burrito delivered, whatever. And I know this program launched when Russell was still hosting with us. But now we're really seeing that the decisions that we make and the the uh, pilot programs that tech companies put into play, like it does a it, it affects an ecosystem somewhere. Yeah. Whether that ecosystem is like people driving to work, whether that ecosystem is uh, birds in their nesting season, like it's it's disrupting an ecosystem soar, so we have to really think about it in that context when yeah. we are introducing new things. Fa- Facebook yes. is famous for and kind of emblematic for their their founding statement: "Hey, we're going to move fast and break things." And a lot of other entrepreneurs follow that same advice, not heeding the idea that oftentimes the things you break aren't we're not yours to break to begin with, mm-hmm. and whereas you can afford to like leave this broken thing on the ground and walk away from it. Other people are now going to have to deal with the fact that you broke this thing, um, but exactly. but uh, it was also I also thought it was really cool because, like you said, ravens are almost scarily smart. I mean, do they're so smart? Do like go on YouTube and do searches for like raven IQ tests. That's because, why they're an omen, by the way. Yeah, when you see them, I mean, you're, <laughs> read you're, read into it. Yeah, you're you're thinking <laughs> you're thinking that oh well oh yeah oh, oh it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like how that. Uh, that that cute video of that the, the bird that that recognized that if you walk into the this open door you can actually get this a bag of chips and they train themselves to like wait for the door to open so they can steal this but no we're talking about like researchers giving them increasingly complicated puzzles to solve including like not stuff they've ever seen before but okay what if we we've created a, a lockbox that they can't get into we're just going to drop a stick in the box and eventually they will figure out that, gee, I bet I can't get into this thing with my beak or my claws, but maybe the stick can do something. Mm-hmm. And then when oh, it becomes, I I, if I put if I put this stick and jam it into this hinge over there, like three or four steps later, when I when I trigger this little lever, it will actually stop mm-hmm. the, the lid from closing all the way. And I will be able to like, 
oh my god it's like <laughs> skynet became self-aware at twelve forty-one a.m and began progressing at a geometric weight rate it yeah really, it, it really it, it made me remember uh one of the classic uh sort of uh science lessons about uh about non-human intelligence was mm-hmm. uh, researchers are trying to figure out how it was that like these little sparrows figured out that these things that were being dropped off on the front steps of houses early every morning contained milk, something that they would find useful. Uh, and that yes. the way not only did it contain something they would find useful, but there is a way that they could get the lid off of this thing to get at it. And so it, it made me think for the first time that, um, where most of these don't the drone deliveries are really useful for medications and other stuff that you really need to get out to some someone who maybe be very isolated but we are talking about hey let's deliver burritos hey let's deliver like snack foods how long before like they're no longer being territorial every time they hear a like the birds think ooh snacks <laughs> if i can here if i can just like swoop underneath it to that colorful yellow underbelly and pierce it it will like cascade like a pinata i don't know what a pinata is but apparently it revolves like delicious treats being dropped down that i can then pick up off the ground at my leisure so this is this might be something that i love the fact that engineers they they, they think through a problem so well and they come up with such clever solutions deeply technical problems but then like two years later they're thinking we never in a million jillion years thought that we were going to have to write code so that our drone would could fend off a bird that's trying to steal well, food from that's being You should carried. probably <laughs> think about that and get like an environmental consultant or somebody to come in and weigh in about what these things are going to do to the air and the creatures that live in the air. And I have to say, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds was about these birds that we're tired of all these drones flying. And so really that was foreshadowing a future in which the birds would eventually revolt against us and our technological marvels mm. for disrupting them. It It's just like Jurassic Park. It's just like Jurassic Park. And birds are derived from dinosaurs. I mean, they are dinosaurs. So humanity is doomed. And this is how it begins. <laughs> well, we, we were you. doomed anyway. <laughs> Hubris. Well, I know. This is, okay, this is another path of doomnation. <laughs> this is just- <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, all I have to say is that this does tie into something that was a, a big controversy at, at Google a couple of years ago. Like, remember mm-hmm. that uh, a whole bunch of employees like walked out and protested when uh, Google AI was pursuing contracts to like uh, provide artificial intelligence for military mm-hmm. drones. Like they and they actually worked. They were so disgusted by that. They had so much power that if they led to like the creation of AI ethics boards and the mm-hmm. power of the employees to decide how their research and work is going to be used. Well, again, I'm sure they felt real proud about it two or three years ago, but maybe now they're seeing that it's important to have drones with at least a, 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 an aggressive defensive capability, or else uh, they're not. People are not going to get their coffee. That's the point of it. Like, and we're talking about engineers in the Bay Area. Okay. It doesn't have to be their coffee that's being messed with. The fact that anybody is being denied hot, fresh, delicious coffee delivery, that's going to be the one priority. Like, Google Docs, nothing. The Google search, lying fallow. Like, the Pixel 6, 7, 8 postponed until we solve this problem of defending coffee against birds and any other responsible threat. This is this I predict. Well, you know, Andy, you let me put my conspiracy here on the pod, so I'm going to let you have that one. (laughs) I'm going to let you have that one. 
<laughs> well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. As usual, uh, letting you know that if you go to relay.fm slash material, you can get our show notes. You can get some of the links to the stuff that we're talking about. You can send us emails, feedback, whether you want it shared on the show or just shared privately to uh, to myself and to Flo. Uh, you can also become a member of uh, relay.fm and kick a little bit extra money uh, towards your favorite hosts, such as the two of us. Uh, and you'll get access not only to special show content that Flo and I have created for material listeners, but all the special uh, membership only content that has been created by all the relay.fm community. Once again, you go to relay.fm slash material. Uh, you have Flo, you got lots of really great stuff on Gizmodo this week. We talked about a couple of these stories today. Anything else you want to shine a light upon this week? I also want to shine a light upon the URL that I made for myself, flowrights.tech. That's how you can go to my landing page at gizmodo.com and see my author page, see everything I've been writing and what I've been up to. And then I've also still got my website, florenceion.com. And you can go there to get links to my social media pages. Um, You can also come join my Discord that way if you want to come join us in our little community. And I think that's about it, Andy. I think that's about it. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm so tired. I yes. know. I know. It's it's been a even without the blackout, it's been a very, very long week. It's there there are things that maybe maybe when I when we talk again when I have full access to power, I will tell you. Yeah, like, and I and I don't mean to complain about like all the things. Of I'm course. just saying, guys. Right, it's just, exactly. you know, like fall is fall, it's officially autumn. The the days are getting shorter now, you know. It's just yep. it's that time of the year where everybody gets really tired. You know? <laughs> yep. Sorry, Andy. What are you up to? Not uh, sleeping. Well, uh, so tomorrow <laughs> or l- later today, actually 12 hours from today, I'm going to be uh, doing my usual uh, half hour-ish long wrap up of tech news conversations on uh, Boston's NPR station WGBH. If you go to WGBHnews.org uh, at 1230, you can hear it live. If you go there anytime about eight hours afterward, you can stream it later on because they do archive all of those shows. Also made a big also made a big step towards the long planned like now that I have a shape for like how I want to create my own like uh uh, site for my for writing that doesn't go anywhere else i <laughs> i bought the font for the headline for for the for the nice for, that's 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 really everything else falls that's how you know place. you're committed that's exactly. how you know you're once, committed. once you spent <laughs> once you've gone to, to typefoundry.com and give them 39 dollars yes. for for a web license you know that well now now i have to spend the next year doing four posts a week and one major thing for subscribers only every monday because otherwise that would be 39 bucks down down the old stinkeroo hole am i right uh, so as mm-hmm. usual, go to Anatko on Twitter, Anatko on Instagram for other cool things I'm doing. This is actually I, I actively encourage you extra this time because you you can guess that as uh, so I got home around eight thirty or so, it lights are still of course not back on, and but they, I was told that okay we're we're working on it, we might have it's it wild. back on like before before midnight tonight. This is wild. Yep. And so, so it was basically a two or three hour waiting game of okay, I have a plan for how we can lash up a solution. That will allow us to do the show as usual and its usual least technical quality. And meanwhile, it was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm in the dark here. I'm gonna amuse myself it, because I have a battery pack that can recharge my phone like ten times. I was like, I'm gonna go on my phone. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna edit the night shot video I took of that little like salt marsh pond behind the library when I was walking home mm. earlier tonight. And the fact that it turned into this twisted. <laughs> 
<laughs> like dark multi fourth dimensional peer into the status of my mind like yeah i'm kind of in a mood tonight aren't i so <laughs> so if you go on instagram you will be able to look into my brain <laughs> and see and see that involves overlaying a picture of two giant ducks onto a picture of a salt marsh mm. mm. But I'll be in a, I'll be in a much better mood next week. So speaking of next week, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to us this week. We hope you listen to us again next week. Until then, have a very happy, very healthy, very safe seven days. Bye bye.